Welcome to another episode of The Shit They Don't Teach You in Business School. I'm your host, James Phillip. I am a serial entrepreneur and angel investor that founded Heavy Hitter Holdings, where I have more than a dozen different companies and brands under management. You can follow me on YouTube or Instagram at jamesphillip313 or download these anywhere podcasts are available. With that being said, let's jump on in. I know you're looking at the episode title of Avocado Toast and you're probably waiting for me to go on a five-minute rant about millennials and uh, stupid breakfast items they buy. Uh, While that was a big topic a year or two ago, that is actually not the point of this episode. Completely stems from uh, a recent experience. Not even a recent experience. It happens pretty often, but... I was uh, picking up breakfast for everyone in the office. We eat all the time. I'm, I'm a foodie. Um, I like bringing in food for my people. We're always getting lunches and dinners and breakfast and whatnot. But in this you know, particular case, I was bringing in breakfast for everybody. And a couple people wanted avocado toast. So go through the menu and no avocado toast and i'm thinking you know what it's this happened in 2019 i believe so i'm like it's 2019 you're telling me that you're a a trending breakfast place or you're trying to be a cool and hip breakfast place but you don't you don't have avocado toast and uh, i remember a joke in uh, the showtime series billions where um, the guy makes a crack about avocado toast and, the the millennial guys like, uh, smash pea toast is the new avocado toast. And, you know, either way, this place didn't have smash pea toast or avocado toast. And I'm just thinking, I like to cook and I'm working with a couple restaurant startups right now. And just the general thought of what does it take to make avocado toast, right? Um, you need toast rocket science right but most restaurants have toast obviously you need an avocado craziness but uh you need the avocado for avocado toast and you know fried egg your breakfast joint you probably got eggs i'm hoping right you got something that at least resembles an egg and then there's a whole other you know recipe beyond that it's do you want to put salsa on top of it or um, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but there's a spice called like sumac or something like that. I had that at a, the Four Seasons in Orlando where they had like, um, it was like toast, avocado, it was like feta cheese and sumac or sumac. I don't know how you say that spice, but very simple recipe. But either way, you're a breakfast joint and to make avocado toast, you need toast, avocado, and probably an egg. And then we can debate what else that recipe is going to come, whether it's got some kind of seasoning or salsa or whatever the hell it is you want to do cheese. But I would say that the restaurant probably has almost all the ingredients to make avocado toast. And maybe they don't even have avocado, but okay, you're missing one item. Um, But there's a probability that they have avocado there. I don't know. So if you have all the ingredients and you know that this is something that is trending right now that many people want why the hell aren't you serving it and we got to the point where i actually made that comment to someone at the 
restaurant and they're like, well, the chef doesn't want, that doesn't want to put it on the menu or doesn't think it's necessary. And, you know, I, I watched one of those places not too from, far from my house that did that same thing where they refused to put things like, you know, avocado toast or even biscuits and gravy on their menu. And they went out of business. And I'm not saying they went out of business just because they didn't have avocado toast or biscuits and gravy, but I don't think they understood the general business concept of you need to create products or services that customers want to procure. And this is a very fundamental business thing. Give the customer what they want. Pay attention to what is going on in the market. There's always market forces moving. There's things that are happening in real time that you need to pay attention to. And in America, if you think about in high school fads, think about the fads and just fashion when you were in high school. Think about all the little silly things that like you wore certain bracelets, you played breaks with pencils, there's all these different fads and things. Like America loves fads. We ride them for a little while and then they go away, we get on to the next one. And avocado toast was kind of a, a fad and now it's kind of a staple on a lot of menus, but a lot of people just didn't adapt it. And I'm thinking you probably have 90% of the ingredients in the back. You might actually have all the ingredients and you're not putting it on a menu. And that's craziness to me. On top of the fact, the margin on it is actually a pretty, pretty damn amazing. But they just want to kind of do things the old way. And I'm, I don't say that just because it's the old way, it's not, it needs to be changed. I think a lot of times in life and in business, we're trying to change things because we can. We're trying to change things because we think just because it was the old way, it was the wrong way. And I think we're all learning our lesson right now with a lot of these companies that were unicorns and these big valuations that were disruptive and they can't make any money. And you realize, and while they were disruptive, it wasn't really better for society or it wasn't a better business. It was, it was just cool for the moment. And you're watching some of these companies get hammered, but there are times when doing things the old way isn't the best way or they, uh, they call it an ambidextrous organization. It's an organization that can do things the old way and adapt to the new world at the same time. And there's nothing wrong with serving French toast and pancakes while also serving avocado toast or some of these other things that people are looking for, but refusing to look at the market and particularly with food, like you saw the truffle explosion, you get truffle fries just about anywhere you go now. The funny part is, you know, everyone thinks that those fries have real truffles on them. And now see a lot of those places are actually putting the truffle oil on the fries that have, uh, the, it's like a fragrance, like a perfume or a cologne that's been created in a lab that gives the, the truffle taste and smell, believe it or not. Like they're not sprinkling your French fries with black truffles, but places realize that the consumer wanted truffle fries and that was the answer and people are perfectly happy with it. But if you don't want to adapt to what the market's looking for right now, what they're asking for, you go out of business or you suffer. And it's like, I watched some of these breakfast joints go out of business because to be honest, they were doing 
the same things that like Denny's and Bob Evans and the, and the Coney joints around here were doing. There was no, no elevated dishes. It was just all the same food. And I do believe that, uh, I, I believe in red ocean strategies where you just go and compete in markets that are already established and you just go do it better. And in that case, uh, you know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel or, or you don't need to elevate anything to a lot. You just need to do it right. A lot of times we don't need new fusion foods. We just need food done right and you can win. So not only were these places not doing food right, they weren't adapting to what the market wanted. So my thought is if it's really easy to give the customer what they want, such as avocado toast, give them avocado toast. But you know, when the chef is sitting there saying, I refuse to put it on my menu and it's like, well, you deserve to go out of business, which, you know, in this case they did. And it's just something I won't understand. And, you know, as I get more involved in, in restaurant startups and whatnot, I, I do see the chef's point of it's like, it's their art and they're developing the menu and whatnot. But, you know, there's, there's a whole other component that's the business side that you have to understand and Maybe you're happier going out of business than serving avocado toast. For me personally, I would rather stay in business. I don't think you're sacrificing your soul by putting avocado toast on the menu or, you know, biscuits and gravy is, is too unhealthy to, to put on your menu. And you don't realize that some of those people sitting in there that are coming from breakfast have been drinking at three o'clock in the morning and they're not thinking about healthy. They're thinking about a big, heavy meal full of grease to fill their stomach up because they were out partying and you know, while I get the idea, you know, breakfast doesn't need to be that complicated. You know, it's, maybe you don't need to do this plain French toast. You can do a Texas toast. You could do a really thick French toast or a brioche French toast. And you know, there's all these things you can do that like dress up the food that is a, a step above Denny's or, you know, these other joints, but when you know plain as day there are things that are trending that are in part of popular culture and you refuse to put them on your menu then you just deserve to lose and you realize this episode is not really about avocado toast it's about giving your customers what they want and instead of sitting back and being arrogant or just doing things the old way all the time and not opening your mind to how the world is changing you know, you just, you can't fight what's changing. It's, you need to adapt to it. And again, back to the, you know, ambidextrous organization thing. There's no, no one saying you can't serve omelets anymore with sausage links. It's just that you need to serve the omelet, uh, the omelet and the sausage links with an avocado toast option or, you know, some of these other things that, you know, people are looking at and, um, I'm trying to think I was in, uh, Chicago and if you go to Italy, they had a, like a crepe place where you can get like Nutella, a Nutella crepe and you get a fresh crepe, Nutella stuff didn't do it. If, if you don't like that, then you need to go check yourself in somewhere cause something's wrong with you. But you know, I don't really see a lot of that at, in these places around here and you know, crepes can be a little more delicate to make, but if you know, that's like something that's starting to trend, then you got to offer it. But I see that in a lot of small businesses where they're, they're just not adapting to what's going on. And regardless of the reason why it's, you really don't have a valid reason why you need to do it. Cause if you don't, your competitor is going to do it. 
and your customers are going to go there and, and maybe you don't go out of business, but you're going to lose revenue because particularly in food, trying to make everybody happy is pretty hard. You know, it's uh, you need to, you know, one person might want avocado toast. Another person might, might want an egg white omelet and they're on a health kick. And some person over here might just want a smoothie. And that's another thing. It's you see these like smoothie joints popping up all over the place. And I'm always thinking about if I'm selling somebody something, how can I sell them the core product and then tack something on? And a lot of times I'm looking at these, you know, breakfast joints and it's like, man, you should be selling them avocado toast and a smoothie. And I think a lot of people would jump on that. I see that stuff in Chicago where people get two things like that because they want to like consume something healthy or fruit and then they got their breakfast or whatnot or they'll take the smoothie to go because it's in a plastic container and they can travel with it it's you could have just you know you can get like 12 bucks 14 bucks for the avocado toast and you could probably slap another eight or nine dollars on seven dollars on who knows for like a, a, a fruit smoothie or make a smaller smoothie for five six bucks and tack it on and now you got your ticket price up you know to like 20 bucks you know four people sit down 80 bucks and I see it in a lot of restaurants and I, I think it's a lot of it's on, on the fault of the server like I, they, some of my favorite servers are always trying to sell me more th more stuff and if I sit down and uh, they want you know they try to get you started with a cocktail right from the get-go the second you sit down they're trying to get you a cocktail like their goal should be to get as many cocktails in you as possible and don't wait 15 minutes, let them drink water, get them a cocktail immediately. And the second that thing's like only a quarter left, they're trying to sell you another cocktail. And then when it's dessert time, they're not trying to just sell you dessert. They're trying to sell you like a dessert wine to go with your dessert. They can add $100 to that ticket price easy. And I don't think a lot of times business owners aren't thinking about that. Some of the best retail shops... You know, if you walked into a place, uh, might have been Henry Bendel. I don't know if they're even around anymore, but you could go in and try to buy a purse or something. But I guarantee you almost every time they're going to try to sell you that vanilla bean candle because they were also really popular for this vanilla candle they had. And I think it was pretty expensive, but you can't let someone leave without trying to upsell them something extra, especially if you have something extra to sell. And if you don't, you need to create something or find a product or a service that you can tack on. You go to Best Buy and you buy electronic to try to sell you the warranty, right? So you go buy a purse somewhere and they're trying to sell you, you know, the conditioner for it. And there's all these things that you need to think about as a business owner or an entrepreneur or startups. Like you're always trying to get that ticket price up. It's like, do you want to, it's hard to get customers. Customer acquisition can be damn expensive, right? So do you want to spend more money trying to get more customers or you want to try to grow your ticket price by the customers you do have? And I'm sitting there like, do you want to sell, you know, $10 pancakes or do you want to sell $14 avocado toast with a, with a smoothie on the side and get that ticket price up to 20 bucks? But, you know, it's just that thought is as you're developing your business and your products and your services, you know, A, you have to look at what's going on the market, what's hot, what's trending, what's a market force. Knowing that it might fade, but you need to deliver it and sell it right now. And you kind of keep reinventing yourself. I mean, Subway does that. Subway's always got a new sub coming out, right? I can drive down the street. I'll see a sign for the new brisket 
sub from Subway, and if I turn the, the local radio on, I'll probably hear someone on the radio talking about the new brisket sub, and hell, if I turn the TV on later, they're probably showing a TV commercial, the new brisket sub, and that thing will be around for a month, and then next month will be the pastrami sub or something, right? But they're always trying to give you something new. You know, barbecue is, is really trending right now, so you've seen a lot of people coming out with, you know, brisket sandwiches and pulled pork sandwiches. It's though This is what's going on in the market. Give it to them, so... I'm sitting there trying to buy some avocado toast for people and I can't buy it because, you know, the restaurant or chef doesn't want to put it on the menu and there's a high chance they have most of the ingredients in the back minus avocado. I'm just thinking to myself, man, you deserve to go out of business. So if you're listening to this right now, I'm saying don't run yourself out of business. It's, it's craziness to me. Give the customer what they want. And, and then keep giving it to them. It's, it's going to change. Then you need to switch up and then they're going to want something new and you're going to give that to them. If you want to stay in business and keep evolving, you want to give yourself a chance, then that's what you got to do. But, you know, again, you know, you're probably thinking this is going to be a rant about millennials and uh, avocado toast. But the truth is it's, I'm telling you why you need to figure out what your avocado toast is for whatever businesses you run and, and sell a hell of a lot of it. And that's how you're going to stay in business and you're going to make more money. It's the day that you get so arrogant that you're just going to tell the customer what they want or develop a product or a service based on what you think they want. It's probably the day you're going to fail. And I get, you know, Steve Jobs once said something along the lines of the customer doesn't know what you want until you give it to them or you know, I think it might have been Henry Ford. I don't know. Somebody said it. it might have been some, I don't, I don't even know. I just remember the quote where they said, you know, way back in the early 1900s, if you asked a customer what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. And this is when they were inventing the car. And I totally get that, right? Sometimes, you know, if you're driving innovation, you, you can't ask the customer what they want. You, you're trying to create completely new things and bust through boundaries and, and innovate. And I get that, but like, we're not trying to innovate on everything. There, there's things right in front of our face that customers want, and we're not giving it to them. And that's where I think you, you deserve to go out of business. If, if it's right in your face and you know what, is, what the customer wants and what's trending and you don't give it to them, then you deserve to go out of business. So, you know, sometimes you just got to step aside and say, I need to ask the customer what they want, or I need to pay attention to what they want. And then I just need to give it to them. And then I need to give more of it to them and figure out other things I can tack on so I can drive up my ticket price. Cause you know, a lot of times I see chefs that, you know, they're chefs, they got these, you know, crazy discriminating palates and they come up with these, you know, dishes that to them is just going to blow everyone's socks off. And then they put it on the menu and people don't like it. And I've seen that when I was, you know, in the music studio and we're doing a song and everyone's like, oh my God, this is going to be a hit. But then it's not a hit. And I think that happens in, in in the music industry all the time. Like you're in the moment, everyone's drinking, you know, everyone's in a good mood. It's, it's a banger beat. And you all think that it's just going to be a number one charting hit and it's just not for some reason people don't like it and you see the same thing in food and it's like and then you get in that mindset of you're trying to give people 
something because you think you know what they want and then it ends up not working and if you just looked at what was going on in the market you could say okay in the music industry right now for example there are certain types of music going on that are very popular and you know that's in style you know what's trending and if you want to break an artist out you know unless you can do some really amazing new unique music and capture people's attention which is really hard to do the easiest thing to do is go make music that is in style right now and because that's what the that's what the market is trying to consume that is what people want so if the consumer is in that mood the best thing to do or the easiest thing to do the smartest thing to do is to give them what they want right now and same thing applies to the avocado toast reference you you knew it was in style and then you just refused to do it you're in the music industry and you know what's trending and you go off and do some other whack stuff and then it doesn't take off because of, you know the consumer's not into it right now and then you can't understand why you failed it doesn't have to be that hard it's really simple find out what the consumer wants and give them as much as you can and they will they will keep coming back for it again and again until they're ready for the next thing and then you just got to make sure you stay ahead of the curve and when you see that next thing, you jump on that and then you find out exactly what they want and you give them as much as they'll take. But that's all I got on the avocado toast episode. Uh, pretty simple. Just give the customer what they want and they're going to be happy. You can, again, follow me on Instagram and YouTube at jamesphillip313. Make sure to uh, at least check me out on YouTube. It seems like it's one of the easier spots for everyone to get content. I got all four of my shows on YouTube, so it's a one-stop shop to get four different podcasts, along with some of my other uh, like music projects and things that are coming out. Otherwise, you can get these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, on Google, and Spotify. But make sure you share this with some friends. We're trying to you know, grow this, as any smart entrepreneur would, would do. But... Until then, I'm going to catch you on the next one.